You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest tea spilled fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach on all of the social meds. I always keep it funny and I always keep it cute. And if you're like me and you want to stay up to date with the latest reality TV tea, Go give us a follow at No Filter with Zach on the Instagram or just join our private Facebook group by clicking that link in the description below. Get ready because I have a new Hack Your Hangover guide coming out later this month. It's my new Hack Your Hangover fall and festive AF recipe guide. So it has like a bunch of fun recipes for Halloween, for Thanksgiving. I have a good recipe for election night. So depending on whether we're celebrating or we want to get lit AF, we have some pretty good drinks in there. Um, and of course, holiday ho- holiday cocktails as well. Now, until then, you can download both of the OG Hack Your Hangover guides. So there's the original Hack Your Hangover Hack Your Hangover guide and the Holiday Survival Guide from last year. Both of them are free at theadultingpodcast.com. So if you want to go and download those now, they are available for free. And then once this one comes out, it's going to drop on October 28th. Those will go up. They'll be like a really small, like really tiny, like latte price. But if you just want them free, you can go right now at theadultingpodcast.com. Check them out, download them, and get ready October 28th. 28th, my fall and festive guide is coming out. It's gonna be good. It's gonna be so delicious with all. I have like some really fun like hocus pocus themed drinks. Um, Adam's family. What else do we have in there? Uh, Halloween Town. If you remember Halloween Town, and then you know some good like fun fall drinks. I'm doing like a CBD cocktail. So there's gonna be like a lot of good stuff. So get ready for that. All right, today's gonna be a solo episode, a solo little quickie. Um, you know, just like you in the bedroom, and you're like, ooh, let's do this. Even though I'm not in my bedroom my living room and I have a lot of coffee in me. So we have a lot, a lot of stuff going on in the reality TV world that we're going to be breaking down, mostly casting news because there's a lot of like casting um, tea that spilled over the past week or two. And I'm trying to think, should we start with New York or should we start with Beverly Hills? And then we'll get to like, you know, we have a little rumor mill and some life updates from some of our favorite reality stars that we'll dive to in in just a little bit. But let's start with, I guess we can start with Real Housewives of New York. There's a lot of casting news going on over there. So we can now confirm that Real Housewives of New York does have the first black housewife of New York City. So we have confirmed that it is Ebony K. Williams, and she's a TV host. Um, she's a host and producer of Revolt Black News, and I think she even did, she used to do some stuff for Fox. Like, she's a pretty notable personality in NYC. So next season, we have Ebony, we have Ramona, who is back. I know some people are like, yes, Ramona, no Ramona. I have mixed feelings. It changes by the day on how I feel about Ramona. Yes, I agree she's delusional and great for TV, but at the same time, I'm also just kind of like, but I'm over this woman like shitting herself. Like at this point, like it's an, it's embarrassing. And like, it would be embarrassing for me to join the franchise if I were a woman in New York, a businesswoman or any, you know, credible, any, any woman with a credible reputation in New York. Like it would be it would feel kind of like a joke to be joining a show with Ramona and Sonia because they're kind of just like a hot mess. And it's like the kind of hot mess that I think we liked back when like we had like Wow and Snooki when they were like in their late 20s doing shit like this. But now it's just like, I don't know, it's embarrassing. And I feel bad for Avery, but whatever. We have Ebony who's now officially joining the show, which is a huge move for Bravo. It's the first time we've had a black woman on the New York cast. And like it's huge because... New York is a very diverse city and we've never had any 
we haven't had anyone of color except for, I think, Jules. And Jules was Jewish and Asian, and she wasn't a great mix, and she only lasted one season, and it was just a little meh. Um, I'm excited for Ebony. So we also have, so there's Bershawn Shaw, who's also rumored to be joining. She's a business coach and a motivational speaker. So she's likely going to be joining as a friend of, only because there was a statement released to, I believe it was ET, that Ebony announced that she's like, yo, I'm coming. I'm going to be on Real Housewives in New York. And everyone was like, yeah. However, Bershawn has not announced that she's going to be coming to Real Housewives of New York. It's just kind of been rumors that have been circulating over the past five days. So it's unlikely that Bershawn's going to be holding an apple, but we at least have Ebony. I feel like they're probably going to bring in one more because let's see, we have Ramona, Sonia, Luann, Leah, and oh, and Ebony. Well, I guess then we have five main housewives, five main New York housewives. We don't really need a sixth one. I think we're probably going to add in Bershawn. Um, with the intention of being upgraded to a full-time housewife, depending on how she gels with the cast. But I think because Leah's new, because Ebony's coming in new, and because we have Ramona, Sonia, and Luann Horde, the OGs, we might need a little more time to kind of get to know Leah a little better or get to see a different side of Leah and have Ebony coming on the show. We also had, as I mentioned last week when I had Jess from Hot Takes and Deep Dives, we also talked about Alicia Quarles, who um, is a news correspondent for Daily Mail TV. She was also, her name was also in the mix. I don't think we're going to see her next season only because once her name started coming up in the press, then she started doing interviews. And um, I think once you start talking to the news girl, like before it's even cast, unless Bravo gives you the okay and you're allowed to release a statement through PR, that's one thing. But when you start talking to different news outlets, you're like, I don't know. I can't confirm or deny. It's like, no, like you lost your status. Like you lost your shot. Okay, Brandon Glanville, like chill. So I don't think we're going to see Alicia Quarles next season unless maybe she gets like a, a guest spot. I don't think we're, she's even coming in as a friend of. But I do think there's a good chance we're going to see we're going to see Bershawn Shaw as a friend of. And we already know Ebony is definitely confirmed for Real Housewives of New York. We also have in Beverly Hills. Now, this I can confirm because I've been teasing different like Real Housewives of Beverly Hills news for a while. So I can confirm. So we have Kyle, Rinna. I think I announced this last week also on the episode with Jess. We have Kyle. We have Rinna. We have Dorit. We have Erica Jane. Who else am I missing? Who am I missing of the original from last season? I think those are all of the originals from last. Oh, and Garcelle. And then we have Sutton, who's likely coming back as a friend of, unless she ends up getting upgraded to full-time. Production seems to like her. Fans seem to really like her. I don't know why they're holding out on a diamond for Sutton. I think Sutton deserves a diamond at this point. I thought she was good. I know some people are like, meh, but I think the people that are like, meh, it's more of like a very small fraction of people that are like, meh. I think Sutton deserves a diamond. I think she should get a diamond. We also have Kathy Hilton, who has signed her contract. She is coming in as a friend of. She's not coming in full-time, which I think is fine. We don't need Kathy full-time. My theory last uh, last week was that she's coming in because she saw the Paris Hilton documentary and how people were like, ooh, we don't like Kathy Hilton anymore. Girl, you know what you did to your daughter when you had her kidnapped in the middle of the night and you sent her to that crazy school in Utah where they put her in solitary confinement naked. And I was like, whoa. And so, yeah, I think she's trying to rehab her image at this point. So we have Kathy Hilton, but we also have a new addition. And so I can confirm. So we have Crystal Minkoff, who's married to Rob Minkoff, who is like a big director at Disney. I think he did like The Lion King. He did like a lot of big uh, movies for Disney recently. 
Um, so they're very successful, very wealthy couple here in Beverly Hills. So Crystal Minkoff would be the first Asian housewife to be joining Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. So last season we got Garcelle, who was the first black woman to join Real Housewives. And now we have Crystal, who's going to be the first Asian woman to join Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which I think is it's great. I mean, I think we need more diversity. I'll get into it later because I posted something on my Instagram because when I was posting, um, when I was, re- sorry, when I was reading comments that people of people responding to so our show account at no filter with Zach, there were the updates about Ebony and about Crystal that were posted to the account. And I was reading some of the comments and some of them were just like, really, we'll get to it. Um, but I just want to talk about Crystal really quickly because I have heard a lot of names and of all of the franchises, Beverly Hills, the one that I have the most connections to. And so when it comes to production, and so I can confirm, even though it hasn't officially been confirmed by Bravo, and I'm hoping the leak of this news doesn't hurt her chances because I actually think she would be really great. Um, Crystal is the newest housewife to be getting a diamond next season, which again, I think is I think it's great that we have more diversity coming to these shows, especially New York and Beverly Hills, because those are the two most diverse cities in, or some of the most diverse cities. They're the biggest, they're two of the largest and most diverse cities in our country. And if we have a Real Housewives franchise there, then I think it should accurately reflect the women on that show. Now, um, I I'm pretty sure Crystal's getting this diamond. I think it's at this point probably like 90% confirmed that Crystal's getting this diamond. And I think it is a great move and I'm very excited about it. We also have Tiffany Moon who's coming to Real Housewives of Dallas. And she's also, I believe the first, well, I don't know. Is, are any of the other women Asian on Real Housewives of Dallas? We have Tiffany Moon. I believe she's the first Asian woman to be joining Real Housewives of Dallas. Um, But... We have a lot of new diversity coming to the shows this season. We also have Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, which is coming. And I think it's just, it's a great move in the right direction. I think we're all kind of tired of the Real Housewives of OC, you know, white women doing their their same petty fights. Like, we need to revamp the series a little bit. I think bringing in some younger blood, I think bringing in some diversity just adds a lot more um, perspectives and, and it adds more representation on television, which is so important. And I posted on my Instagram story, I think it was yesterday. I'm just like, look, if you're the type of person that's upset that they're casting people of color on television, if you're like bothered by this or don't understand why it is necessary to make a big deal about, or not make a big deal, but just like really, commend the network on actually doing something like this. If you don't understand why it's important to have that representation on television or on these shows, especially again in the cities like New York and Beverly Hills, very diverse cities where it's not just a, it's not just a group of five white women in, you know, in these cities. If you're the type of person that doesn't understand why representation is needed, then you're exactly the type of person that needs more diversity on your television screen. Okay, let's just go. Let's just start that with that. I mean, the fact that this is the first black woman, the first black housewife in 12 seasons is exactly why it's important for us to clap for this right now, because New York and L.A. are very diverse cities and that has not been like reflected or shown. So when people are just like, oh, why why does it have to be about color? Why do we have to like say that she's the first black housewife? It's like because there's never been a fucking black housewife in New York. Okay, that's why it's important that we say this, because there has been a lack on that franchise in New York and in Beverly Hills. Now we have, I mean, granted, we had Joyce who um, 
was the first Latin housewife to join Beverly Hills. But like that was more of like a one off. And we're like, oh, it didn't really work. Let's just go back to an all white ensemble and all white cast. I and some, you know, I just think there were some really ignorant um, comments. Let me see if I should even pull them up or if I should even give these people this attention. Some of them were just like really annoying and they're just like well this seems like you're it, this seems racist that you're all you're you're casting her just because she's black and it's like no you're not casting her just because she's black but yes actually it is great that a black woman actually gets a seat at the table and then people are like well, what does it have to be about color it shouldn't be about color and it's like well guess what it's always been about color you just haven't seen that your lens hasn't allowed you to see the full rainbow that our country and that our world is so if you don't see color then unfortunately you don't see the beauty in a rainbow okay homegirl or okay homeboy because there were a lot of dudes that were jumping in on this comment i'm like who the fuck are you why are you even watching real housewives anyway um and then okay so another one of the comments was about the original circles and like oh we shouldn't cast her just because she's black if she's not part of the original circle and i'm just like okay you want to talk about original circles because the fact that these women like the fact that these women don't have many or any friends of color is like also kind of part of the issue. Um, but like, let, let's let's take it back to the beginning. Let's start with Real Housewives. If you want to talk about New York, let's start with Real Housewives um, of New York season one. Bethany Frankel, one of the biggest housewives now, was not part of the original circle. She wasn't a housewife. She didn't have kids. She was in and out of relationships. She was struggling to pay her bills. She wasn't the mold for what housewives were. You had Ramona, Jill, um, you had Alex. These women, Luann, they all kind of knew each other socially. They were all sort of in the same circle. Bethany wasn't really part of that circle. She was much younger than these women, and the, the place in her life was very different from these women. She ended up getting cast on this show and getting to know these women more so than she was ever part of the original circle. Then you talk about Brandy Glanville in season two of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Brandy Glanville was not part of the original circle. She didn't even know any of the original women on the cast. She kind of was just thrown into the mix because of her scandal with Eddie Cibrian. So, so many women, even especially now, the, a lot of these women aren't cast because they're part of any original circle. If anything, they happen to at one point have seen or met this one woman at this one party or this social gathering or we ran into each other at a couple of events and now all of a sudden we're integrating them into the show like come on what's margaret josephs on real housewives of new jersey she was introduced by what siggy flicker because they ran into each other a few times at the drop-off line at school like come on it's not about the original circle. The castings haven't been about the original circle in a really long time. So let's not even go there. Carol and Heather from New York weren't part of the original circle. Like you'd really just have to have one sort of semi-decent connection to one of the housewives to get thrown on this show. So I think it's good. If we're going to be randomly picking women that we think are going to be good on this show, then I think, yeah, it is important to have representation. It is important that people that people that are younger because there are a lot of people in their early tw early to mid well I guess maybe not so much early 20s but at least in my age bracket who's still I'm still in my 20s there are a lot of people that want to see people like them reflected on television like for me watching Vanderpump Rules these people are just a few years older than me it would be nice to see more people like me represented on that cast that I can identify with that I can relate to so maybe if you're a white person at home and you don't understand why it needs to be about color maybe it's because you've always seen yourself reflected back on your television screens and that's why it's important for other people that aren't like you to see themselves reflected back we actually did a really good episode fuck I'm going on to this I'm going on this tangent a lot longer than I planned on but 
we did a really good episode on the adulting podcast where we brought on two liberals and two um, conservatives on the show. And we had just kind of like one really big conversation about politics, about, you know, the climate that our country's in, about the election, about the president. It was actually a really good kind of conversation and a lot of different perspectives and opinions were brought to the table. And it's fuck. Now I completely forgot my train of thought and why I brought that up altogether. Damn it. Um, anyway, representation is important. You need to kind of see yourself reflected in the media so that you can see that one is, oh, that was the point that that's why I brought up the adulting podcast podcast is because there was a, a, a section of that conversation where we talked about, um, BLM and there was one conservative voice on the panel. And he was saying that like, you know, America loves black people. We have Oprah and we have Beyonce and we have these people in our, in our pop culture that are huge influences in our country. And like, they are why America loves black people. And it's like, well, actually that's, these are, there are very few, like when you actually put, put them all kind of together, like you have, a hundred white blonde women on in our media every day, you know? So to have one person like Oprah or a Tyra Banks or a Beyonce, like they had to try so much harder. They had to go through so many more obstacles. And even then you don't have a hundred Beyonce's on television right now. That's the difference. It's not saying that anybody, I mean, it's hard because you don't want to say that some people deserve more uh, special attention because that was another one of the terms that they were throwing around in the comments is about special attention. But it's like, unfortunately, there has been special attention in our country for a really long time that any other current additional special attention is really just to kind of even out the playing field just a little bit, just a bit. So embrace the fact that Crystal and Ebony are joining the show these shows just embrace it just be happy with the fact that we have some new blood and they happen to be people of color embrace it there's really no point in fighting it at this point because if anything our media is just getting more and more colorful and it's a good thing okay let's jump into our rumor mill shall we mention it all mention it all okay so first up we have denise richards who is allegedly writing a tell-all expose book about brandy glanville and lisa rich uh, lisa renna and she's like i'm coming for you yo and at this point i feel like do we really need a tell-all from De- like if we're gonna get a tell-all from denise richards then i want a real like tell all mention it all give me charlie sheen give me brooke shields give me heather locklear like i want the whole gamut i don't really care about what you have to say about brandy and lisa at this point like girl nobody cares anymore you weren't owning your shit on the show and like you can't just go you can't go and blast other people when you can't own your own shit okay own it baby own it Especially, you especially like can't blast other people that have already finger blasted you and blasted it on TV. Okay, Denise, nobody cares about a tell all with Rinna and Brandy. Like, let that narrative go. Like, once the once we had the reunion and you weren't willing to face Brandy at that point, we all kind of like, okay, we're really over this now. We're really over this affair that you guys allegedly supposedly had last year we all know what happened and you're just lying about it and if you write a book you're gonna lie even more to deflect from the fact that brandy really did go down on you speaking of going down on each other we have bronwyn from real housewives of orange county she's allegedly having some issues with other ladies of orange county claiming that she isn't speaking to any of them which Apparently is what we're going to watch this season on Real Housewives of OC. I know a lot of people have a lot of feelings about Real Housewives of OC. I 
I like Bronwyn. I don't get why some people really don't have an why some people have an issue with Bronwyn. I know Vicky has a real big issue with Bronwyn. I've never really watched Real Housewives of OC. I've occasionally caught clips last season and I watched the reunions last season. Other than that, I didn't I've never really subscribed. It's just never really been of interest to me. Um, but I think I will give it a try this season only because um I just want to see how they treat 2020 because it was all filmed in 2020 so I just kind of want to see how that all sort of shakes out and since it is a shorter season I think Housewives should be much shorter than these 22 episodes I get it there's more money in doing a 22 episode season but there's just a lot of filler content and so I'm hoping we get something good and juicy with this season um but yeah apparently Bronwyn is not talking to any of her castmates so she said that you know, she her, clearly her and Gina aren't friends, but like she has a lot of respect for Gina. And apparently we're going to see a lot of like really real and raw moments with her marriage and with her daughter and with the other women all kind of play out this season. So I'm excited because we've heard a lot of rumors about Bronwyn and like her marriage being on the rocks. And then and then once the rumors came out about her rumors being on the rocks and her like living her best life during the summer, then she's like, oh, no, wait, I have a husband. Here's my husband. And then it's like all these photos of us cuddling and getting massages and kissing and we're in love. And I'm just like, OK, girl. Like, you're trying too hard now. You were trying too hard without him, and now you're trying too hard with him. And, like, I just need to know what's going on. So I'm going to watch Raw Housewives of OC and see why Bronwyn seems to be having a fight with all these other women. Okay, let's get into... Ooh, why don't we get into, like, some some real Housewives life updates, shall we? You don't know what I deal with every night. All right, we have Kristen Cavallari. First up, Kristen Cavallari from The Hills. And very Cavallari. She's moving on from Jay Cutler after the post-divorce, after she is divorcing Jay. She talked about it a little bit, saying that, like, it was just time to move on. It was a really, really hard decision for her to make, which we get it. Divorce is a really hard decision for you to make. I really wanted more tea from her because she said that, like, he... Something about... It, they the, Her reason for filing wasn't irreconcilable differences. It was something about... um marital misconduct and I want to know what that marital misconduct actually was but anyway she's got a new man he's been rumored to be dating Tommy Lauren and Tommy Lauren is another hot topic uh but so Kristen is now so she was She's rumored to be sort of seeing comedian Jeff Dyke because as TMZ reported she was out there were there's a photo of them kissing like making out her and Jeff Dyke, who is a comedian, and they were macking out in Chi-Town in Chicago, which is her city with Jay Cutler, which is a little, ooh, ooh. oopsie, whoopsie, doopsie. Um, I'm happy about this. I think it's time for her to get some new blood, some fresh blood, some fresh tea. She's young. She needs some fresh meat. I think Jay was a little too slow-mo for her. I just think they were, they lived at very different paces. You know, he was kind of the, the star when he was doing his football thing and she was home with the kids. And then eventually she was like, I'm ready for a career. And she started Uncommon James. She started Very Cavallari and her career really kind of took off that now her life is just, I think her life has always been fast paced and she tried to change that pace by marrying Jay and becoming a housewife but I just don't think it's natural to her I think she is meant to live in the fast lane I think she's meant to have a booming career and I think she's great at that and she needs more of that and she needs somebody that can support that lifestyle and I think Jeff Dyke he's a cutie I'd hit it for a night or two some sadder news we have Brandy Redman from Real Housewives of Dallas So she tragically lost her mother-in-law in in a car accident over this past week. And the, it's even 
sadder to hear that her nine-year-old daughter was also in the car with the mother-in-law. Her daughter did survive the car accident, but I can only imagine like how traumatizing that is to one be in a car accident to lose your grandmother in that car accident as well so you know obviously brandy posted that she needs some time for her family to heal respect their privacy and like it's just it's a really really sad situation so i just want to say mucho love to brandy um i don't know if they're still filming real house i imagine production is still going on or at least coming to its end so i can only imagine that we're going to be seeing some of it on the new season of dallas but Love to to Brandy Redman and her family and her husband who lost his or yeah her husband who lost his mother and to the family like it's just it's a really 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 sad so lots lots of love love to Brandy and her family. We have some wedding news as well, everybody. So Stassi, Stassi Schroeder, everyone's favorite person in 2020. Stassi Schroeder and Bo are, they're married. They got married last month and they posted a little video on Stassi's Instagram account of the ceremony. There was no sound or anything, but you kind of see them kissing and she's wearing a white dress and she's just like, look, we could, we're supposed to be getting married uh, this year in Europe. And obviously that's not happening. So hopefully we'll have a nice big European wedding next year. But we decided to have a little intimate impromptu outdoor wedding and they did and it was really cute and I know everybody hates Stassi but it was really cute and they're married and she's pregnant and like look she's a wife now and she's got a baby in her belly and like I get it you may not like her but hopefully motherhood and marriage kind of tough I mean obviously 2020 is tough interrupt a bit but hopefully they kind of shake her up and make her a little more mature I mean I think that's what's supposed to happen when you have kids and you get married and you have you know a husband and you say hey I have a husband and then it's like oh yeah you're a wife now you do the whole Kristen Cavallari thing until you file for divorce for marital misconduct I hope Stassi and Bo don't file for a divorce but speaking of divorce Kelly Dodd also got married to her man Rick and now apparently um I mean, I don't really care about Kelly Dodd. I've never really, I never really watched OC. So I've never really paid attention to Kelly Dodd other than knowing that she's like really feisty and she causes drama and people really hate her, especially right now. Everyone's like, protest Real Housewives of Orange County. We're not going to watch until you remove Kelly. And it's like, okay, well, first of all, they can't remove, like the season's already been filmed. Like it's done. She already has an orange. Like you can't just like edit her out of the entire, like it's just, you have to get through this next season because she's on it. Um, I don't, it's probably going to be her last season because I, I just feel like people are getting really tired of her. I'm surprised Ramona's even still on New York because people are really tired of her. But Kelly Dodd, anyway, is married and now everyone's protesting Real Housewives of Orange County. They're like, we're not going to watch it. And so, I mean, I'm still going to watch it because I've never really watched it. And I feel like, why not? So I'm going to watch Real Housewives of Orange County. I'm going to give it a try. I gave Potomac a try this year. I will then, once I watch it and see Kelly Dodd, and then I will determine whether or not I like Kelly Dodd. And if it's too much Kelly Dodd and I don't enjoy the show because it is too much Kelly Dodd and I don't like Kelly Dodd, then I'll stop watching it. But, I mean, you have a right to protest, so you go and do your protests, okay? Love you. Mean it. All right, guys. I um, got to go. It is Monday, and I have a big week ahead. Ooh, I forgot to tell you. This Wednesday, we have Sheena Shea on hashtag no filter with Zach Peter. I'm interviewing Sheena Shea, so if you do have any questions for her, you can slide into my DMs right now at Just Plain Zach and let me know what you want me to ask her. I'm going to ask her about Lala. I'm going to ask her about Stassi. I'm going to ask her about Brock. I'm going to ask her about all of it. So let me know if you have any other additional questions for Sheena Shea. 
Go to theadultingpodcast.com right now. You can download my Hack Your Hangover guides for free. October 28th is my new my new fall and festive AF guide that you can download as well on October 28th. That'll be free, 100% F-R-E-E. Follow us at No Filter with Zach to stay up with the latest show news and the latest happenings in the reality TV worlds. Click the link in the description below if you want to jo- join our private Facebook group. And yeah, please leave me a five-star review. I love five-star reviews. I love validation. I love any reviews. But if you're going to leave a review, like make sure you write out an actual review. Don't just leave us a rating because I want to know what you actually think of this show. I love when you slide into my DMs or my comments, but I would also really, really appreciate if you left a good review or just any honest review on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to this on. Thank you, guys. Love you, mean it. Talk to you Wednesday. Sheena Shea on the show. Get ready. Yeah.